Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ghosties. My name is Christina. And I'm Missy. And we are doing some social distancing today. (laughs) So if we're really weird about this, this is our first time recording separately together. Yes. (laughs) So this should be interesting. We have had some some fun trying to set this up, but we are here. Yes. And today is our very first ghost share episode. Yep. We've had some of you submit some of your ghost stories for us to read on this episode, which is so much fun. We love hearing other people's stories. That's right. That's right. I feel like everybody kind of always has a story, um, you know, something from their life that they can't explain, you know? Um, and it feels like, you know, even our older crowd, um, you know, our baby boomers are even really starting to become more open and start talking about the, you know, the weird experiences they've had, you know, throughout their life. So I think yeah. that's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun because now that I, w- I think I was talking to you about it, my grandmother, who is 91, almost yeah. 92, she, um, now that she knows I'm curious about this thing, she'll call me randomly and go, the weirdest thing happened today. <laughs> she'll you know, <laughs> tell me something that can't be explained. And it's like, she doesn't want to say it's, you know, potentially a ghost thing, but she likes to tell me because she knows I'll. I'll appreciate the story. (laughs) I love that too, because it's a way for her to reach out and connect with you too, with something that you like. So I think that's cool. Laverne's such a force of nature. (laughs) I could only get her to learn how to listen to a podcast. (laughs) Baby Yeah. So I know... um, a lot of people, you know, some people don't want to share their stories and, or just, you know, we were taught as when we were younger, kind of, right. oh, it's just the wind or, or it's my clothes are settling. <laughs> <laughs> and as Christina likes to joke on me about, because I'll feel my clothes move or something. And I'll just say, like, my clothes are settling. And she's, she said, what is it? Kyle, her husband said, you're not a house. He was like, she's not a house. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, clothes <laughs> settle sometimes from time to time. Okay. From time to time, yes. That's the skeptic <laughs> me. But I think you have a pretty interesting story that you are going to share yeah. with your childhood, right? Yeah. So, um, really, the one that really stands out to me uh, so, my parents and I have a younger brother. Uh, we lived out in Carrollton at the time, it was the last house that I had lived you know, with my parents and my brother in before I eventually moved out. Oh, so near me. So I'm in a haunted area is what you're saying. Awesome. Basically. (laughs) Got it. All right. Noted. Yes. So, um, the original house had been bulldozed from what my dad had shared with us. Um, so that original homestead was gone and a newer house, the one that we lived in had been built over it, but there was a family cemetery, uh, about a half an acre, I believe. Um, from our house directly behind it and it was the family cemetery oh of course it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) so I had my 
theories, you know, about what this was. Um, you know, it could have been that this was me going through puberty and it kind of triggered some sort of like poltergeist activity in the house, or maybe it was a spirit, I'm not sure. Um, but so at this particular time, um, I was about 16 and I was working at Foodline as a cashier <laughs> um, and I needed to get ready for work. So I had just taken a shower, stepped out of the shower and I was gonna go get dressed in my room. I had a robe on. FYI. <laughs> and um, I get in my room and we had carpet throughout most of the house. And my brother at the time was going through this phase where he liked to play like army. So he would get on the floor and crawl and pull himself across the floor like the army guys do. I'm already scared and we haven't even gotten into the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk into the room and I hear that dragging noise on the carpet that mm. I assume is my brother, Andrew. So I said, Andrew, get up. I need to go to work. I need to get dressed, get up. So I see, I had a bed skirt, you know, like those old school dust uh, ruffles. Dust ruffle. You cannot not have a dust ruffle. It's unsightly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I saw the dust ruffle kind of blow outwards. Um, and I heard that dragging noise again, um, but it was going towards like more underneath my bed. So it was almost like somebody had pulled up the dust ruffle and crawled nope. underneath the bed really fast. Nope. Mm -mm. So I nope. said it again, yeah, right. I said it again, I was like, Andrew, you gotta get up. I gotta go to work. And I heard him laugh. So now I was mad. I got down on my knees, I pulled up the dust ruffle and he wasn't there. No, I just there got was, goosebumps. <laughs> there was nobody there, nobody under the bed. So now I'm royally freaked out. <sighs> I went and grabbed my mom and I said, I told her everything, you know, what I had heard. And I said, you know, there's nobody in here. And my brother was on the complete other end of the house. So she was like, look, whatever you do, just don't tell Andrew. I don't want to scare him. He knows something, all right? That is not okay. Mm -hmm. I know, right? I feel she like knows something. Full disclosure, let's have a sit down, all of us. Right. <laughs> God bless my mother. Oh. But yeah, so she was just like, don't share it with Andrew. I don't want him to get scared. And he was really easily scared when he was that age anyway. So, but a couple of weeks, you know, goes by and it's in the middle of the night and the house basically is awoken to my brother um, screaming. And so me and my mom, my dad, we rush in there and my brother says, he's crying, he's still yelling. And he said, mom, I woke up, I had my back to the door and I heard a dragging noise on the carpet. <gasps> oh, yeah. I have all the goosebumps. <laughs> I'm Look, used to you being next to me when we talk about these things and being alone <laughs> is awful. But yeah, he was like, I heard this dragging noise on the carpet and it was so loud that it got my attention and I turned over. And when I did, mom, I saw you standing in the doorway, but you had no eyes. <gasps> oh, mm -hmm. no, sir. Yeah. Oh. And I, I honestly can't remember if we told him right then that we, I don't think we did. I think my mom calmed him down, but I can remember making eye contact with my mom and being like, yo, we <laughs> I need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, I mean, over the years, there was some really interesting stuff that happened in that house. And oh. mom always kind of blamed it on me, said that it was probably like a poltergeist because I was going through it. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Oh, that is creepy. No. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. 
I know. Oh, all right. Well, now that I'm <laughs> creeped out and recording in the one bedroom of, of my house that everybody finds creepy, then let's. Uh, At least you're not in the red room of my house where the oh fan my gosh. is all by itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christina is also in the most haunted room of her house right now. And uh, so we have just set each other up for success today. <laughs> Earlier, um, before Missy and I started recording, um, we had this ceiling fan in our dining room. We call it the red room because it's got red wallpaper in here. Um, but earlier, uh, I had recorded a distance Reiki by proxy video, um, for my YouTube channel and I have to cut the fan off because, uh, I can hear it in our guest room upstairs cause it's directly below. So I'll hear the fan turning and this fan makes this really kind of like loud sound, almost like it cycles really fast and then slows down. So when I got done with the video um, upstairs, I came back down and I sent Missy a, a message when I heard it. The fan cut on right after I came back downstairs and was sitting here for a minute or two. And I was like, oh, where I'm going to be recording. Nope. <laughs> this is the day or day or two after your the burners on your stove have turned themselves on. So that's. Yeah. 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 Uh, anywho. That was. <laughs> We'll no. save that story for another time. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. All right, let's go. Uh, we have. Let's go with Kat. Kat sent yeah. us a story. All Kat. right. Thank you for sending this, Kat. Okay, so Kat said, if I can repeat her name 85 more times, Kat, 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 this is Kat's story. Thank you, Kat. <laughs> I'm not nervous at all. Um, okay. Kat says, I was in high school and spending the night at the house of a friend who went to a different school. This was before cell phones and stuff. Ugh, I can relate. Ugh. So I hadn't really talked with my friend since the last time we'd hung out except to set up the sleepover. But did they talk on their, um, those clear phones that have, you could see like who? I had one. <laughs> was it that kind of phone or was it a cordless phone? I need no, to. No, it wasn't bougie like that. It was one with the cord. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have that cool clear phone. We weren't Laverne wasn't having all that. We just <laughs> the regular phone that had a cord in the hallway. Okay, okay. Sorry, <laughs> my friend's family was from another country, so they didn't speak English to each other at home. They'd only speak English when directly talking to me. Okay. And did they also talk about you in another language? When <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh boy, that had to be. But my anxiety would be through the roof. Um, sorry, me. Plus, they all had very dark hair and brown eyes. These are all important later. Okay, so they didn't speak English unless they were talking to her. And they all had dark hair, brown eyes. Okay. Noted. She says, the next morning, my friend asked me how I slept. And I remembered the blonde young lady. It dawned blonde. on me that I... Blonde, yeah. It dawned on me that I was the only blonde person in that house, and there's no way I was just mistakenly seeing her mom or something. I oh. told her about what I saw, and my friend got really animated. Oh, I don't know if this is good or not. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. Apparently, their cousin had tragically died the week before by suicide, and that's exactly what she looked like. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. She oh, said, my God. That gives oh. me chills. I know I have like all the goosebumps. Cat says I'd never met this cousin and she didn't live in the country. I had no idea anyone had died since no one had told me. And considering there's no way I could overhear anything in a house where I don't speak the language, 
that I know I didn't just subconsciously pick anything up. Oh my gosh. Uh, she said the family was actually really happy to hear about what I'd seen and felt like it was her saying goodbye to them. Oh my oh, gosh. Yes. She said I, it was the only time I ever saw or felt anything in that house. Oh, and I oh just felt like good chills. Oh, that's sweet. I mean, but, not sweet, obviously, that they lost a family member. Right. Can so you sweet. imagine being a child and sleeping at somebody's house and seeing a random stranger in the middle of the night and then realizing, nope, that wasn't real. Ugh. Ugh. Thanks, that cat. That's going to give me chills for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we have another story from Annette. Shall we go to that one? Yes, do that. All right. All right. So this is from Annette. Thank you, Annette, for submitting the story. All right. So Annette writes, here's one of my many ghost stories. When I lived in New York, we lived in in an apartment building. So most nights around the same time, we noticed something weird with the bathroom door. The door would be shut and all of a sudden the doorknob would turn and the door would open close again nope no thank you nope time to get my safety deposit back (laughs) i'm out of here (laughs) this went on for a while it was creepy uh when you would use the bathroom or take a shower you would feel kind of weird like cold or like someone was watching you nope no no thank you i'm sorry bathrooms are private places please don't (laughs) there and watch me no my business (laughs) boundaries spirit boundaries 101 she said one night mom and uncle were sitting at the dining room table the apartments in new york usually have a big room where the kitchen dining room and bathroom were all in my mom told my uncle that she wanted to see what was going on with the bathroom door they sat at the dinner table at the time that it happened on all the other nights which was around 7 30 Around that time, then here comes a boy (gasps) around the bathroom door, apparently. They see a boy around 10 or 11 years old walking out the door where he turns the knob, looks back, goes into the bathroom, and closes the door behind him. No. My mom and uncle could not believe what they had just seen. It was pretty damn crazy. The next day, my mom spoke to an elderly lady who lived in the apartment building to find out who lived for us. It turned out that the family lived, or the family who had lived there, uh, had a son, and the boy had slipped in the bathtub, <gasps> broke his neck, and died. Oh, stop it! Me so sad. Uh, so the whole time it was him, the little boy, opening the door, but he only revealed himself after my mom had said it out loud. That's crazy. Oh, no. That's so sad. That breaks my heart. It's like he was l- taking one last look back. Oh, I can't even. No. I mean, it's creepy and sad. Both of these stories are kind of creepy and sad. <laughs> I know. That one really makes me so sad because it was a little boy. Oh. Annette, that was that was sad and scary, Annette. <laughs> thank you and no thank you at the same time. <laughs> That's right. Ugh. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going to jump into a story from Jessica. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay. She says, go story time. When I was 13, I lived in New Mexico, and I was staying the night at a friend's house named Krista. 
Okay. Day was pretty normal, but once it turned nighttime, I thought I heard someone breathing heavy in the room next door. Excuse me. No. Nope. Nope. Excuse me. <laughs> nope. Be like, have you uh, Get out of here. <laughs> nope. Um, I asked Krista if anybody was there with us because I thought we were alone, and she said, "Oh, it's just the ghost in the office." Oh, just. Oh, just. Oh, really, Chris? <laughs> really, Krista? Mm. <laughs> She said, I was like, a ghost in the office, what? She said, yes, we have a few ghosts that haunt the house. There's also mm. one that lives in the hallway and walks up and down it occasionally. Okay, excuse oh. me. Why was this not, like, written out before... I know. If, before you went to spend the night, Jessica. I need full <laughs> disclosure, everything on the table. This isn't just like, hey, sometimes our house creaks and your clothes might settle. This is full on, hey, there are spirits <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got a family that lives here in spirit. <laughs> no. Uh, so she mm. said, all right, yeah, so there's always also one that lives in the hallway and walks up and down it occasionally. She oh, said, God. you can see it from the corner of your eye while you're watching TV and stuff as long as you're not directly looking at the hallway. So typical. Ugh. So, of course, we scare the crap out of ourselves and we end up running to the neighbors next door until her mom got home. Smart. Oh, gosh. She says later that night when it was time to go to bed, um, first off, I would have cut the sleepover right there and been like, listen, I'm sorry. I've come down with something. I must go home. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been that polite. I probably would have been like, excuse me, can I can I see where your rotary phone is? Please? Yeah, I was going to say, I need, I need a phone and I need an adult that doesn't live in this house. Excuse me. Hello, mom. <laughs> I've got to go home and feed the cat. Um, <laughs> seeing something suddenly came up. Um... Oh, no. Okay. So she says, later that night when it was time to go to bed, I refused to sleep in the guest room alone, so she slept in there with me. Okay, smart. Uh, yeah. Duh. Mm -hmm. um, I woke up because I heard breathing next to the bed. <sighs> it sounded like a dog breathing, and then I heard him licking, too. Okay. I asked Krista when they started letting the dog come inside because he was always an outdoor only dog and she said oh my dog passed away over a year ago oh <sighs> listen Krista <laughs> listen she says mm -hmm. I fell asleep on top of Krista in the middle of the bed I will never ever forget that we will never forget that either no how did you even fall asleep Jessica how did you even fall asleep Jessica Krista is a bad friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. No thanks. Yes. Well, thank you, Jessica, for that story. Yes, thank you. Right. So, okay. your turn. Yes. So, I have a story from Stacy Helmuller. I hope I pronounced her name last sorry about us <laughs> i know i hope i pronounced your name correctly but stacy thank you for submitting your story mm -hmm. so Stacey writes i have an odd story to share it took place about three years ago when my kids were seven and ten years old it still makes me uncomfortable to think about it we camp a lot as a family there's a campground near our house that we frequent every summer and have since our oldest daughter was born one weekend, I decided I needed some girl time. Myself, my daughters, and my two best friends spent the weekend at this campground. My girls know this campground like their own bedrooms. Uh, we have covered every inch of this campground. Anyways, on this weekend, 
we had a site with no water, so we had to go up. Oh, so they had to use public restroom. Mm-hmm. Well, Delightful. Bless it. I don't camp in general. I said right before I wanted to go use the restroom. My kids didn't have to go, so I asked my friends to keep an eye on them. On my way back, I heard my oldest daughter calling to me from the trail that I was passing. Mom, come here. (gasps) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No. I assumed she wanted to go on a small hike, but it was getting dark and I, I needed to make dinner. No, I said, it's getting dark. You should be at camp. Again, she said, Mom, just come here. Again, I said, no. no. Uh huh. I called back to her that I was going back to the camp and that she should follow and come help with dinner. I told her I would meet her there. A little ways farther up the path, I saw my campsite and I saw both of my girls and my friends sitting around the fire. Uh, oh, no. I approached and I asked my oldest how she made it back so fast. She said, back from where? Oh my gosh. Yeah, everyone confirmed that my kids had never left the campsite while I had gone to the restroom. Yes. Yeah. Yet I know I heard my daughter's voice. I would recognize my own child's voice anywhere. And it was clearly spoken and loud. Almost like she was standing right in front of me, but it wasn't her. I don't know. Stacy, stop (laughs) yourself. She said, I don't know who or what it was. But she was speaking to me and wanted me to come down the trail. I'm so glad I didn't. The- Remember when we were talking about it? It was on Hellier. Uh, how there's old folklore about um, earth spirits or elemental spirits that live in nature and in the woods. There are old wives' tales right. saying that if you hear like a baby crying or someone calling your name in the woods, don't follow it because it. These types right. of spirits trying to lure you into the woods and keep you from being able to get out again. Oh, right. And I think they mentioned that. Um, I couldn't find it again, but I'm almost positive it was mentioned in uh, the old house woods. <gasps> that's right. That people heard that. And that's one of the things that lured them in while they were looking for that treasure that you were doomed yes. to never find and just, just forever. Uh, yeah. So note to self, if in the woods and you hear a crying baby... Do the, don't do what you would normally Call do. Call the try police. To help. <laughs> Call the police and let, let them, them handle, handle it. it. Don't go traipsing into the. That's no. crazy. Oh, Stacy, thank you for not going into the woods so that you can be yeah. here to share the story with us because That's that. Crazy. Is mm-hmm. I I never I haven't had any weird like outdoor experiences like that i did several years ago own a small cafe in norfolk and that building that building itself it was it used to be a grocery store of some sorts back in the day so what happened is a company took it over and they divided the building into different sections basically with just walls but nothing like crazy like you could hear through all the walls i mean basically it was one giant building with some some yeah. cheap walls put up so it was all connected um and apparently years before that there was a house that used to be located there and some old lady and her nurse were there and she died mm-hmm. i'm not sure so <laughs> anyways i when i would go in you know as a baker i would go in at three and four in the morning and be the only one in the building because the other part was a garden center and there was a pet store. 
And they weren't coming in until typical business hours, which was around seven, eight, nine o'clock. So I, <laughs> it was frightening. So there were times when I would hear, the first thing I remember was hearing slamming on the counters. And you know, it's those like stainless steel work tops that you yeah, have in kitchens. Yeah, yeah. Those things, I mean, sure, I guess temperature wise, they could make a little noise. This was like somebody was slamming their nope. fist down on it. Judge with a mallet, and it would it would always be when my back was turned, and I it would startle me, so I would turn around and just freeze. Oh you know, there were also times um, I had like a back section to the cafe, and then the front section that had like the stove, and then obviously the tables mm-hmm. and everything. So I I would also hear these little uh, soup crocks. They were like French onion soup crocks or bowls. And every morning, one would just hop out of place and onto the floor, not break. But I could hear it every morning, you know, just hear a little tink and it would have fallen out, out of place. And I would have to go pick it up, put it back. They were hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, obviously. They're like, can you get out here and make some soup? (laughs) There were, like, I would lose knives and utensils and cake pans and I found um, cooling racks out in my planner boxes on my patio sometime. It's just yeah there there was one night where we hosted like an event on a weekend and my sister Michelle and I were in there and the whole building nobody else was there. It was on a Sunday. It was closed. So the building is dark and we're standing in the cafe behind the counter and in the hallway you can hear what sounds like a basketball bouncing down the oh hallway. Oh my god! I took like two steps back into my kitchen because I just didn't want to be near the window of that door and be able to see oh what god. was happening. <laughs> I don't blame. It was, it was frightening. Um, I would smell an old woman's perfume in the bathroom early in the morning before anyone was Why there. I don't know. It's just when I would go to the bathroom in the morning, if I was brave enough to go down that dark hallway of death, <laughs> as I called it. Because there weren't enough lights to save me from whatever paranormal activity is this was happening. You uh, um, started having issues with your clothes settling. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, the bathroom only first thing in the morning, like four or five in the morning, would smell like an old woman's wow. perfume. Just fresh. Um, yeah, my electronics would go crazy. Um, my iPad that I would have on the counter, we had it for scanning like Groupons and stuff. It would just start typing on the screen out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, the, one of the things that all my the people that worked for me or with me there, um, will tell you that they would all hear me call them when they were in the back and they would come out front and ask me what I wanted. And I wouldn't have even oh my God. calling them. And then, yeah, my sister Shannon actually one time was doing dishes and she saw me walk in the kitchen and didn't think anything of it and kind of looked up a minute later and I wasn't in there. And there was only one way in or out. And then she came out front looking for me, looked over the table. She couldn't find me anywhere. I wasn't even in the cafe. Oh at the time. my gosh. Yeah. She'll still tell you that story. That's Jeez. a good one. Um, yeah. Cake plates would fall out of the pastry case. Um, there was, I mean, you would hear things fall in the back all the time and people would go, oh, is that your ghost? And I would say, I don't know, go see. And they'd say, well, somebody's obviously in there. So we'll go look. And there was nobody oh, in wow. there. Oh, wow. That's right. Did you say there was like yeah. a vendor that came 
<laughs> it was a coffee distributor and she's like who's back there you know do you have someone working with you I said no and she said well what was that and I said I, I don't know and she said well can I go see I said I don't care go ahead there's no one back there like you know Ugh. please um one last little thing <laughs> there one of um, my friends came in and she had her little girl with her who was probably I want to say maybe two maybe a little younger because she couldn't mm-hmm. say much but she um kept pointing behind my paste or my cafe counter and she kept saying Lola and I didn't know I finally asked her mom I said what is a Lola and she said um oh it's like a grandmother or an <sighs> old woman oh and I said why does she keep pointing back here and saying that so she's asked her she said hey you know where's the Lola and she pointed behind my counter and as soon as that happened like a garbage can fell over we screamed oh it was <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh, it was like <laughs> Annie was in there. Yeah. So there was just all, I mean, that place was active. It didn't really, it scared me. It also, I think that's when I kind of started really getting into all of the paranormal stuff, wow. really. Um, you know, so yeah, it was it was an experience for the three years I was there. You know, <laughs> it was always very Isn't active. There history too. You were telling me about how uh, the different buildings were kind of moved around in that section of Norfolk too, right? Yeah, apparently um, it's near the zoo in Norfolk, and this street uh, that's over there. It's I think it's called is it Riverview? Oh, maybe uh-huh. yeah, Riverview. A lot of the houses apparently were brought down on barges from like Williamsburg or something. They were captain's quarters, I think. So a lot, you know, some of the people that lived back there actually would come up and talk about how their houses were really haunted. Yeah, so there was a lot of, you know, older uh, history back there. That's crazy that they can't even do that. Wow. Yeah. Well, these were amazing stories Mm -hmm. that we had submitted and if anyone else has a story to share we would like to do one of these episodes um once a month if we yeah. can get another their stories you can always email them to us um our email address is the ghosties podcast at gmail.com yes. Yes, you can as usual find us on facebook and instagram um the ghosties yes. podcast you can message us on there comment mm-hmm. on our post yeah Tell us you love us and that <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep That's listening right. to us and doing our stories because we uh, we love these kind of things. They're so interesting. We can talk about ourselves forever. <laughs> Y'all don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Hearing other people's stories, I think it's so interesting because I think everybody has at least one story that they can't explain. Yeah. It's like, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Did you ever watch that show <laughs> that day? And Goosebumps. Submitted for the approval approval of the midnight society and sit around our campfire but no not (laughs) with flashlights oh well thank each of our uh viewers and listeners who submitted their stories and submitting them we love it yes all right guys until next time